Oh, pretty fucked up. Yeah, pretty fucked up now. Oh, she used to be pretty, but now she's just pretty fucked up. Now I know people. Change. You're listening to Teen Mom Trash Talk with your hosts, comedian Tracy Carnazzo and superfans, Noel Winters and Gabrielle Frigala. Hey guys, this is Tracy Carnazzo here with uh, my co-host Noel Winters. Hi, and we have a very special guest today, Noel. Yes, we do. I'm so excited. I am so excited. We have wanted to speak to this man for how many years? Ten? Uh, ten years? At Eleven? Least? I don't know. Maybe twelve? Maybe even? <laughs> maybe even before I was born? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been in my heart and yours. He feels. I feel like he's my dad. He is your dad. He is my dad. He might be your dad. We'll yeah. do a paternity test Let's at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we want to well, introduce. <laughs> <laughs> we want to introduce you. That is the voice of Michael Abraham. That's right. That is uh, Farrah Abraham's father and Deb's ex-husband. Yes. Sophia's, Sophia's grandfather. grandfather. And uh, also Starburst's grandfather. And uh, Amy's soon-to-be yeah. husband. That's right. Yep. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Michael, tell yes. us what's going on with you. Tell us everything. What? Well, let's see. Uh, Teen Mom OG land stuff. Uh, we're in the middle of the season. Yeah. Yep. Surprising season for all the fans out there especially after this last Monday, trying to figure out what all these specials are about. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, no, we're having fun. We're living the Abraham dream uh, here in Austin, Texas. Uh, you know, I just do my everyday re- regime, you know, uh, having fun, talking to people, doing business, uh, enjoying my granddaughter and daughter and all of our crazy animals and my lovely fiance. Oh, my God. How many dogs are there, Michael? Uh, seven dogs. Oh, my God. Wow. Five Five chickens, right. one bunny, uh, and Starburst the horse, and four human beings. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a lot. The human beings are the least of the problem at that Seriously. point. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, Starburst is the least of the problem. Really? Hmm. Yeah. At least she does her business at the same place. Uh, yeah. The Good fertilizer. Yeah. But no, we're doing really good. You know, the girls are, uh, yeah, Sarah and Sophia, they're, uh, you know, they're in transit uh, between their LA, their new LA home and their their new Austin home. And, oh, cool! Uh, they got their businesses here, so um, you know things are moving along for them. Uh, but they're they're in Austin most of the time, anyways, right. because of the businesses. Uh, but uh, you know, Farrah's in LA. She always has been in, in LA. You know, five, six, seven times working on projects, so they're back and forth a lot. Beautiful. And how's the frozen yogurt thing going? Uh, Froco has been, let's see, it'll be two years come May 31st, which is Fair's birthday. And, uh, uh, Froco, the yogurt business is doing great. Uh, it's one of our better stores. Uh, Sophia Loren, you know, it's retail. Right. Um, doing great. Uh, you know, January is typically a bad month for retail, you know, yeah. Christmas. Uh, uh, that, uh, you know, we're in February. We saw the numbers and the furniture store, uh, really exceeded all the, previous 12 months oh that's so beautiful what's your favorite flavor yeah. at the froco what's that what's your favorite flavor at the froco uh, uh let's see probably uh boxcar chocolate it's like a fudge mm. um, noelle's a big then, fan uh, of froco froco is my favorite yeah. thing <laughs> she's obsessed with frozen well, yogurt okay so we have uh, dairy free fat free sugar free you know fairs Believe it or not, she's into the health thing. That's why she's, you know, another reason why she started. But uh, how about a 
salted caramel yogurt. Yum. That sounds delicious. That sounds delicious. <laughs> we're we're big into frozen yogurt forever in Austin. We're definitely gonna go for over there. sure, especially if there's pistachio. Oh, pistachio is my favorite. Mine too. Yeah, we're we're yeah, big pistachio fans. Yeah. Fans. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we we do pistachio, and then we'll do a swirl. Uh, they, they have they match that up with a just a standard tart. So you have pistachio with a tart. Oh, I'm we're sold. Right out. I'm sold. Yeah, so, that sounds delicious. Yeah, so we. So, so we normally have 12 flavors, and we'll do uh, up to six swirls. Ooh. You know, so. Hmm. This sounds and, fun. Uh, we need to go to Austin again. Yeah, we do. Austin was fun. Yeah, me and Noel were in Austin four years ago together. Yes, we were. Come on down. I mean, South by Southwest is... Uh, yes. Yes. We were there then. We were there then. Yep. Yeah, it was really fun. Yes. Um. So you're very involved in the businesses, it sounds like. Well, I'm here to help. Right, but uh, you, you, let's face it. Like any family, uh, sometimes it's good to, to keep a hands on. Uh, I mean, as a family, we all help Farah get things going. Sure, She's sure. The same thing uh, for myself and even Deborah. But uh, she has a great, you know, she has good management teams, and uh, you know, I walk in and surprise them like I did yesterday. But uh, uh, you know, they they do their own thing. Farah can run that st- uh, those stores. Anywhere in the world, uh, uh, she's big. She's big on technology, and uh, you know, so uh, very few things get by her or us. So, uh, but now I, I have my own businesses and stuff that I do. But you know, I'm here to help them. That's so awesome. So you've always been like a really supportive father. That's what we've always seen on Teen Mom. <laughs> I, I try to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think you and I mean, Randy are the most supportive fathers. Agreed. Agreed. By far. Well, well, I mean, both Randy and I, you know, we, you know, we were given a responsibility. Uh, Randy did a good job. I think I did a pretty fair job. At least a lot of people said I've done a good job. I mean, you know, Sophia lost her dad. Absolutely, let's face yeah. It, uh, Randy's gra- uh, granddaughter, uh, you know, kids, you know, her, her father's in and out and all around. Mostly so, out, uh, you yeah. Know, Randy, Mostly out. You know, yeah, yeah. So Randy stepped up. You know, I, I enjoy Randy's uh, as a person. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to uh, live the grandfather dream. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. I feel like you're very hands-on, though. Like, you're hand- more hands-on than a regular grandfather would be. Yes. Well, uh, you know, when, when somebody loses their father, and, uh, you know, they show that. They talk about it a little bit, but, uh, you know, on the shows. But the bottom line is Sophia needs a male figure. And uh, I've been blessed to uh, be able to fulfill that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Sophia and I are extremely tight. I think through all the shows, you know, I mean, Deborah puts, you know, she's always putting it out. You know, I raised Sophia. But the bottom line is the past, past five, six years, uh, I've been in Austin. So yeah. the girls, you know, Sophia and Farah, they've been here for four years. And even though, you know, Deborah would come down or whatever, I'm here all the time. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and again, um, you know, uh, Sophia doesn't need a mother. She has a great mother. So, of course. Uh, that, you know, that, that, you know, that was an issue, you know, earlier on, you know, Deborah, excuse me, Deborah was trying to be the mama, just not the grandma. And to tell you the truth, I probably even fell into that uh, little wreck also. Sure. And, uh, I mean, that's why, uh, and I get along so good. We, I mean, I always wanted to jump in because I felt obligated and for Sophia's sake, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, you guys can probably relate maybe to your parents. We love you, but hey, I need more space. Of course. <laughs> sure, of yeah. course. I live about a mile away from my mother, so I totally understand that. 
<laughs> I live a thousand miles away yeah. from my mother, so I don't have that problem. Noelle's mom lives yeah. in Kentucky. <laughs> yes. So family is very important to you guys, and we kind of see that. But how do you feel about Farrah calling you Michael? You know, with all due respect to you guys, you all beat that thing to, you know, it's been beat up too much. Yeah. I mean, that started, uh, it, it started before Farrah was even born, when her half-sister called me that. You know, I, I met Ashley when she was six months old. Uh, you know, her dad was basically Deborah's father, her grandpa, I call it, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, I just went along with it. And, and through through history, so to speak, or through time, you know, there have been times when they called me dad, you know, if it was a church or whatever. But I have no trouble with it. And, and be quite honest, since we've done marriage boot camp, which is like, I think, over year and a half now or whatever mm -hmm. Sarah, she calls me michael she calls me dad she calls me father and uh you know there's a lot of storylines oh you know uh, i lost respect you know she lost respect for me that's fine but the bottom line is it started for you know from deborah and ashley and then when Farrah was born she just started calling me michael right Michaels. because that's what you were called in the house right yeah and you know with a lot of uh so-called dynamic dynamic relationships with multiple daddies and you know stepfathers and whatever that happens i mean I, i've spoke to thousands of people about it now it comes up like well do you have anybody that's been married before you know what are their kids calling their new stepfather right well you know uh, you know uh, i went with the guy for you know six years his name is bob and they still call him bob yeah so sure. it happens it's nothing new See, i don't think it's a know? big deal no, i don't think it's a big deal we no. just wanted to know how you felt about it noelle's mom remarried how old were you when she remarried um i was probably about 20 and i insists that she calls him daddy and i refuse <laughs> <laughs> well so yeah i mean it's one of those things that it either has to be earned or you have to be comfortable with it i mean you have a you know have a father so right. there's this guy right you know hey high step dad i mean it's just especially if you're you're an adult you know I well mean, that's what it is it's not it. like i was a child coming right. into it either. i think it would be fun though for her to call him dad she wants me to call everyone dad. <laughs> she wants me to call you dad, you know? Okay, <laughs> you do when, call him okay, daddy, when though. We're this, when we're done with this call, call me back. We're both <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael. Um, <laughs> so how is Sophia doing? Do you think that um, she is she still homeschooling? Yeah, no, uh, so, and, and, and everybody talks about the homeschooling. It's a virtual school. Uh, in, in that sphere, uh, homeschooling is a lot of books. You know, it's traditionally book, work, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Sophia does virtual school. Everything is online. Okay. Okay. Everything's accredited. Uh, her teachers, not one teacher. And that's the big challenge with homeschooling. There's no teacher support or anything. Sure. So everything she does, every keystroke is seen, every uh, assignment by date has to be turned in via online. Okay. So this, you know, we've been challenged. Oh, you know, she's not getting the correct curriculum. Yes, this curriculum is probably the best in the world. Um, uh, you know, we get calls if uh, the work's not done. Sarah uh, is heavily involved uh, with Sophia. I, I'm heavily involved with Sophia. To tell you the truth, she's in third grade right now, and her classwork reminds me of a lot of my, you know, tenth and eleventh grade work. Right. But um, so I'm learning. But uh, no, she's doing quite well. It gives her uh, an opportunity to travel with her mom because she can take it anywhere wherever there's the internet. Right. Uh, it gives her great opportunity. You know, she's you know she has a YouTube channel that they're building and being quite successful with. Uh, you know, uh, the last year year and a half we've seen her modeling. 
you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, she's losing her childhood life. Sophia has her play dates. You know, we make sure she has her social time. She has friends, you know, uh, all over the U.S. that are close and intimate to our family. And uh, to tell you the truth, she's probably getting a better education than most kids that just go and park themselves on school. Yeah, I could totally see that. Um, I was just wondering if you think that the the socialization uh, aspect of it kind of affects her. Well, uh, I, I know she sees kids every day. And, uh, uh, you know, some people feel that, hey, you know, let's face it, her, her whole life is wrapped around adult issues. Sure. Right. Okay? So, so it's nothing new. Uh, she is extremely, uh, you know, adjusted child. You know, we have the haters. Oh, my God. We're, we're, you know, we're going to call, uh, you know, Child Protection Services. And we've had Child Protection Services calling us so many damn times. Really? You know By fans? Um, Oh, well, yeah, we have fans that uh, are, are in Tennessee calling Texas. You know, I mean, right. they're just haters. There's, there's, no, there's no basis for this. And uh, if people would just take their judgment, and you guys probably see me on Twitter because I go out. Sure. They need, to take, they need to take their judgment and their hate out of their eyes because it's blinding them of who we really are. Sure. Who Farrah really is. You know, and uh, it's just a shame. And, uh, I mean, Farrah does not concern herself, whatever people, you know. I mean, if you've ever been on any of her social media, Absolutely. she doesn't respond like most people. I do, but I have adopted a whole new format. If it pisses me off too much, I just block them. Right. Because, you know. Makes a life a lot easier. Say, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, for some people, I'm willing to debate. And, uh, I mean, some people are just, they're, they're honest. They say, look, that's not what I would do. And I go, well, you know. Uh, where do you live? And they go, what do you mean? I go, well, well we live in the U.S. I go, hey, man, have you, have you discovered that we have freedoms that we can live the way we want? Sure. You know? So, um, but that's part. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Macy gets pulled. I mean, they all get pulled down. It's of not, course. You know, I mean, when you put yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there for criticism. I mean, you know, we've learned something. Uh, you know, our podcast is called Team Mom Trash Talk. So what we do is we watch mm -hmm. the episode and we trash the episode. That's right. what we do. I mean, oh, 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 oh yeah, no, I, I, I've raked some of yourself. Like, man, okay, I took my notes. I'm gonna feed them up when I get on. Yeah. Oh my god, we're excited yeah. for it. We're totally you know, excited it's, for it's it. Like, you know, we you know we talked about that other podcast. Uh, yeah, poor Vince, man, I beat him up terribly. He called my granddaughter a monster on a previous podcast. I and uh, and I go look, you know, why don't you chase the producers because she really doesn't have red eyes that come on that come through the screen, right? right? And uh, but that's all part of this uh, sensationalism, and uh, you know, as long as they're not being totally cruel, which we have. Some extremely cool stuff uh, online. Absolutely. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, and I have no problem. I don't care. Boys, girls, come on down to Austin. I'll get you straight. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking forward to that. Um, also, something that you just mentioned was that Sophia's uh, life kind of revolves around adult issues. And that's something that I'm we. Sorry we notice on the show a lot is that she's making uh, decisions that maybe are adult decisions. And do you think that, uh, you know, Farrah brings her too much well, into adult life? Well, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about, I mean, let's face it, all the kids are dealing with adult issues on the, on these shows, but for Sophia, uh, you know, there's a lot that hasn't been seen just tidbits about her grandma and her, her her grandmother's new husband. And um, I will leave you with this. <clears throat> if more parents would listen to their children and you really hear their children, children, there may be, um, you know, 
some very bad things that happen minimized. I mean, children, are, they're very honest. Sure. <laughs> okay? uh, yes, uh, they do tend to use uh, that you know, vocalism to get attention sometimes. But let's face it, um, uh, Sarah was screening uh, Sophia as much as she could from that Key West trip. Right. Okay? Unfortunately, her grandma and uh, her fiancé at the time uh, did not help with that screening. So Sophia saw a lot of those fights. Yeah, there was in those fights with uh, Deborah's fiance at the time. Uh, but uh, David's also very introverted. You know, uh, our family, we're pretty extroverted. Sure. So, so you know, a lot of children, you know, and you can see that with si- when Simon uh, was around, and Simon was excellent with Sophia, they, they, if they want to get to know you, you got to give them the time. David sure. didn't give her the time. So, uh, and then there's another, a few other issues uh, that, that came up. But you know, bottom line is, I mean, Sophia listens to her mom, and a lot of people said, "But well, you know, Farah is uh, using her child as a weapon against Deborah." I mean, uh, bottom line is this: Sophia didn't go to the wedding in October, but Farah surprised her mom out of respect to her, and showed up. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't aware that Sophia didn't go. I did see that Farrah went. Yes. No, she did not go. Okay. She didn't feel comfortable uh, because uh, obviously David was going to be there. Right. And I'm not trying to say that David's a bad guy, but the bottom line is Sophia as a child has lived a very, outside the TV and her mom or whatever, she was born, unfortunately, with her father that died two months before in a car accident. Okay? So, you know, keeping that in mind, she's an old soul. She's been around uh, a, a lot of mature people, myself included. And uh, she can identify things probably more than most children can. And if she sees somebody uh, not treating her mom nice or people that she loves nice, she doesn't want to be around them. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, in uh, Sophia's defense, David's a creep. He is so creepy. <laughs> you don't have to comment if you don't want. But how do you feel about him? We saw that scene where uh, he was kind of like attacking Farah, and he said, "I'm a doctor," and you said, "You're an infectious disease doctor." We loved it. That was the best yep. scene. We loved it. Well, that, that happened. Uh, uh, this let's see. Uh, let's see, that was last May. On uh, that was for Farah's birthday party. Yes, it was mm-hmm. a phenomenal birthday party that was given to her, and. Um, you know, uh, just give you a little prelude on that. Uh, the last, t- the only time, the last time I met David was uh, the day that Matt uh, threw me in the audience. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Another nut job. Very, you know, he was very hands off, uh, which is, you know, I mean, he was new to the TV sure. crap. Right. So, I mean, anybody would be shell shocked. But that next day, you know, after we, you know, because that night we had to deal with all the issues. We had to change hotels for security reasons and all that other stuff. That morning, uh, we, Amy and I and Sophia were flying back to Austin, and Deborah and David wanted to say goodbye. And I reached, reached out, put my hand out. Hey, David, it's good meeting you. Look forward to seeing you again. Well, then, you know, all this other stuff uh, elapsed, and uh, I knew he was going to be around for that reunion show. I was extremely dis- uh, distressed because uh, Farrah called me after that fight at Key West. And you know, Sarah's a strong woman. Sure. But she confides she confides in me a lot. And she, did, and she talked to me for like two hours. I had to calm her down. I go, look, you, you tried, you've done everything. Uh, 
you know, she told me what she said, told me what he said. Yeah. I said, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. But um, at that birthday party, um, which Deborah wasn't really invited, nor he, but they showed up. Sure. And um, that interaction between me and him was really a 45-minute interaction. Wow. Right. So they just okay. show a little tiny clip right. of it. Yeah. yeah. They did and, show your uh, best line, though. They did. Oh yeah, they did. We were rooting for you, Michael. The one thing they did, yeah, the one thing they didn't do was my toast. They did Deborah's toast was so damn corny. But, <laughs> but the bottom line was, you know, I, I, David came around. I mean, we were all drinking. I'm not a big drinker. Uh, you know, there was like you know a couple hundred people in uh, you know at that venue, and he said, oh, "You want to talk to me?" And I go, "Okay, man, this is a good chance. Maybe I have an opportunity that maybe I can patch everybody up." Sure. Because let's face it, it would, it would have been great. No, he gets into this thing. First of all, beat me up on about social media. You're not going to comment about anything about Deborah on social media. I go, dude, I don't really do that. I've been very good. I have been. <laughs> I have been. But, uh, <laughs> but as of 2018, the, the gloves have come off. Right. And we can get in. We can get into that a little bit. But um, you know, and I just told him, look, you know, get out of here. So you know, Andre, which uh, uh, basically married Janelle and David. Uh, oh, the security guard. Yeah. yeah, many, many, many times, and uh, and he's, you know, what do you want to do? I go, whatever. Let's see what this. He's well, I want to take it outside. I go, oh, boy, here we go. And because uh, uh, inside, he poked me, he poked me four or five times, and I did not touch him back. And I, right. and, and then the next episode after that, Sarah and I were talking. You know, we were at and I go, look, out of respect your mom, I didn't, I, I didn't hit David. Right. I mean, David's a little bigger than he is, but I'm not afraid of him or anybody. Ah, uh, you could take him, Michael. You could take him. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot more to me than, than meets the eye. <laughs> and, uh, so David just kept on going off, you know, she's, you know, she's mental health. I go, man, you know, uh, all the TV land, uh, therapists, I mean, it's, it's TV mm-hmm. Sarah has her own ther- therapist. Like I, I have, a, we all have our own therapist. Of course. course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it. It's, uh, you know, we, we've lived through some challenging times and, uh, to make sure Sophia, uh, has a good foundation for her life. We, we have to make sure that we're on track and where we're, where we need to be sure. individually. And, uh, yeah, the TV stuff touches on that, but, uh, you know, when, when, and, and, you know, like when, when Dr. Drew finally said after the, uh, Matt Amber Farah brawl, Hey, I'm just here to do a TV show. I, I, I don't, these are not my patients. And, and that was probably the first honest thing. And I'm not beating up Dr. Drew. I like Dr. Drew. He's a great guy. But uh, there was such a misconception. Like, Dr. Drew, you know, is there for all these girls at all the time. No, no he's, he's a not. producer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's been there for Farrah. He's been there for a, a bunch of them on different shows and whatever. But it's not a continued. Sure. A continued therapy. He's not treating them. Yeah, he's not treating them. Right. You know, and so. So he's been good, but no, you know, David, because uh, Amy and I, were, I mean, Amy will not call him a doctor, but, um, you know, he dug his own trench, you know, and um, I mean, they're happy where they're at. They're married now. I'm glad they're married. I wish them the best. Um, even, the, you know, Deborah was really kind in Italy to us, but I mean, trust me, there's a lot of grit and other teeth and surprise there. Um and we knew where she was, she was going to be there. Um, uh, we were there to, uh, get, you know, to you know, I was there to get married. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and, and, and let's face it, it, it was quite a project that Farrah took on. 
you know, it was a kind of balanced spoke for uh, parents. But nobody knew. I mean, I knew, but, you know, and Amy knew. We all knew, but Deborah did not. But uh, but we're moving forward. We're having fun. And, uh, yeah, Dr. David, um, uh, I, I just, I mean, he needs, just like Farah, needs to overcome a lot of personality issues, you yes. know? And because uh, he's very introverted, uh, he's you know very uh, Celtic my way or the mm-hmm. heart, my yeah. way, whatever, dude. And uh, uh, I, I I just want to wish them, you know, good fortune and happiness. Absolutely, <laughs> but you know what, Michael? He's a whack job. He is a wacko. <laughs> yeah. He he gives me yeah, the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of weird stuff out there. Absolutely. Know? Now, if you ever get bored, you can Google him and you could see the terrible reviews that he gets. Yes. Because we've done oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he gets some crazy ones. But, you know, I'm going to, uh, this will be, I always try to give, uh, especially when I do these podcasts, I'll give you guys something that nobody's really heard out of my mouth. Ooh. Now, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, uh, I always got a couple, for, you know, for each podcast, but. You know, we beat up on David, but let's face it, you know, and you guys are ladies, uh, you know, the gentlemen, we date, we have significant others, whatever. Um, you know, when a woman is pulling your chain, so to speak, it's just like a marriage boot camp. I don't know if you've watched. We, I haven't, no. Marriage boot camp. You, you really should, because uh, we we were on before Amber was. Okay? Yeah, so we right. Talk about that. But, um, you know, I was talking, uh, they were filming us and uh, Mike. Uh, you know, the situation, his brothers were there, Kendra was there, and they go, you know, what's going on? You know, Deborah took off to get engaged. They go, let's face it. You know, he's a doctor, and she's not going to let that fish get away. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, not exactly okay. doing uh, <laughs> yeah. any better. And, and, you know, and and Deborah has always been one, boo-hoo me, and uh, it's not me. And so he gets this. So they're ba- know, so basically they're perfect for they're each perfect other. They're perfect for each other, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I mean, so she, so she basically baited him, you know, right? And uh, and that's how you think how she'll try is. to get pregnant to keep him. Well, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, and, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I have no trouble either being poor or rich or whatever. Deborah, she, you know, she's a narcissist. She needs to have whatever she needs to have. Right. I was married to her for 20, 20, I was with her for 27, 28 years. Okay. So if anybody knows her, I do. It makes us question and, uh, your, your sanity, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we wonder. Well, um, yeah. Uh, I've come a long way. <laughs> I've come a long way. You know, way. Noelle's mother uh, really reminds us of Deb. So much. A lot. Okay. Yeah, she, she's yeah, she's so very similar good. where um you know i mean Noel, do you want to talk a little my bit? mother is so much like deb so when i watch the show i relate and i can relate to farah a lot i understand a lot of how she is the way she is because i am a lot like farah i like her a lot of people have a lot to say about her but i like her um and i get it listen my mother is like just out there in some ways my mother is very she's the victim in a lot of situations and she's very just yeah. it's like she needs a reality check like i get it i totally do and you must be a saint you must be oh yeah <laughs> I, I mean you know uh between the the rap and the pink cat yeah oh, the rap I, I, I mean deborah's i mean <laughs> we, we we were cons- you know i'm still a christian she's a christian but we were very conservative christians right and uh yeah 
I mean, I, lo- I love my rock and roll, you know, and I'd have to listen to Christian stations all the time. Wow. You know, whatever. But now she's doing this. And uh, you well, know, she's knows, a rapper now. You know, maybe. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and uh, I mean, there's nothing worse than a 60 year old woman with no rhythm that's doing rap. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's entertaining okay. for us. I'm sure it's not entertaining for you guys. Right. <laughs> well, you, you know, uh, I'm trying to be nice. Uh, unfortunately, uh, last year, you know, Deborah came out with that one rap song 22 times. Her <laughs> and her partners basically are trying to take advantage uh, of the circumstances. Sure, sure. Um, there wasn't 22 times. So, yeah, I cheated on Deborah. You know, I uh, uh, Deborah uses everything as a weapon. She told her daughter that was 13 that I cheated yeah, on that's her. Yeah, that's weird. Oh. Sarah. And, uh, you know, that was, you know, again, it's all about Deborah. It's not well, you know, what's this going to do for my child, blah, blah, blah. And and that, and now, you know, she came out with this revision, this revision, revised book of hers, mm-hmm. you know, and she talks about, you know, my drug usage, my this, my that. Did Their you have a problem with addiction? Head. Yeah, I did in my 20s. Okay. So this is way before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, uh, I'd be lying if I didn't. A lot of people look at me as being a pretty, you know, level person. I, I had a terrible cocaine issue. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I was polluting myself and yeah, I'm not sure. talking a little bit. I mean, I, I went through three rehabs. I lied my way all the way through. Wow. Typical, uh, typical addict that I, I have been claimed. Uh, I mean, it depends what state you're in, uh, what you're talking about, but, um, uh, I have been clinical game. You know, I, I don't do any other drugs. So I'm very cautious about that. Good for uh, you. God yeah, congratulations. My yeah. Boy. God bless you. Know, you. And and, I, and that's never gonna. That just uh, I've been admitting that you know this about the last month or two, especially since I'm writing a lot about that in in a book that will be coming out here this fall. And um, uh, you know, Deborah just used that to more more book sales. You sure. know, she talks about my cheating. You know, she said that. I mean, she tried to come. You know, after we were uh, divorced, uh, you know, we tried to get back when we were in Omaha together. We we were, li- we were living back together. Uh, you know, when I was here in Austin, she tried to get back, and I told her it wasn't working. That's when she was uh, uh, with Steve, uh, a boyfriend that she had, a really nice gentleman, and that and that, and that gentleman helped her through through her surgery, through that colon surgery. Okay. You know, Farrah and I lived in Austin. Farrah and I lived in Austin, Texas. She lived in Omaha. Uh, right. She's talking about her mom and Ashley not being there. That's fine. But guess what? Farrah, Sophia, and I, we were there. Uh, a week before her surgery for her father's uh, funeral. Okay, so uh, you know we we go back and and at the and at that time I was working in Sydney, Nebraska at Cabela's because I I have, I have my own technology business. Mm-hmm. I was there working on an assignment. So uh, I mean I've always been there for Deborah until David showed up. Right. You know. Yeah, we, and, we've uh, noticed that. Sure. Yes, we actually love uh, your dynamic. Um, you have, uh, like the trip to Italy. It seemed like yeah, you all we were... got along really well together and we love Amy. We love how yeah, Farrah Amy's gets great. along with Amy and, um, you guys seem to have really nice dynamic right now. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's a wonderful situation. I mean, the girls lived with us for eight months in right. our 
thousand square foot house. I mean, we live just south of downtown. Mm-hmm. We're legal with the animals. We're we're, we're old, old old South Austin. Uh, a, a very um, it's an area that everybody wants to move in because uh, a lot of folks your age they you know yeah to pay seven eight thousand dollars for a condo downtown, or you buy a little house that needs a lot of work and it's only a ten minute drive. Sure. Uh, uh, but no, fair. Uh, excuse me. A- Amy has been a blessing. Uh, uh, this April, we have been together three years. Oh, congratulations! Uh, a- Amy has showed Sophia and Farah what a, a wonderful mother is. Because right. They have. Uh, Amy has a, a wonderful daughter. Um, you know, one daughter, uh, Megan, and uh, she has two granddaughters. Uh, you know, little Ava is five, and. Uh, Maya is nine, so Sophia's eight. They, you know, they all get along. They're all buddies, right. and um, it, you know, there's nothing better in my heart. Even though MTV didn't show it too much, but they showed some of it. But you know, we're at home just kicking back, and you know, we're drinking a glass of wine, watching TV. Farrah's telling us about her day. We're sharing about our day. No drama, no BS, no manipulation, right. no garbage. Yeah, and uh, I think this season, you guys have probably seen a whole different. Yeah, we've we, seen a completely different yeah. Farrah this season. We've seen how Farrah reacts to someone that treats her uh, in a proper way, like Amy does. Right. I'm sorry, breaking up a little bit. Uh, we've we've seen how uh, Farrah reacts to someone treating her in a normal way, like Amy does. Right. That's right. And uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, jumped on Amy, say, "Ah, oh, she's kissing her ass." No way. Amy, I didn't think Amy was kissing her I don't ass. Think I think so that- either. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I was so attracted to Amy when I met her. Her honesty. Um, she's a survivor. Uh, she has. Uh, she's very emp- empathetic towards people. Uh, a lot of people know this. Uh, Amy's a bionic woman. Okay, uh, she had a. Uh, well, she had a knee, knee surgery. When was it? That was uh, December nineteenth, which was her tenth anniversary for her kidney transplant. Oh my wow. gosh! Uh, she's a very, uh, as Deborah says, you're always after a younger woman. Now Amy's over 50, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'll be 61 uh, Friday, by the way. Oh, happy, happy early birthday. You're going to be an old, getting older. Nah. Uh, uh, but, 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 you know, Amy does CASA volunteer work. Uh, she, she has, she's, she's worked at the University of Texas for years. She's getting ready to retire here in about uh, just under two years. Uh, she is, she was, and again, uh, you know, we know, I know, I know Megan's dad, but they got a divorce and uh, Amy was a single mom for years raising Megan. So she related to all of sure. everything that what Farrah's going through. So it, it, it was a wonderful match. And uh, they have, a, I mean, there's times they're, you know, Amy says, hey, I talked to Fair today. And I go, oh, you know, I had to get over that because I, I was always the one that she called. But right. No, it doesn't happen. So they have a nice, healthy relationship. Good. That's great. Uh, you, you know, and it works out good. And uh, no, the, the Italy trip was phenomenal. Um, you know, we did a lot of neat things. I mean, we did a whole bunch of neat things. But, uh, Yep, uh, you know it's uh, we, we both have been married, and divorced before, twice. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- this is uh, this is the real real deal. <laughs> how um how did you meet Amy? Uh, through a mutual friend. Okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, I was just totally I was having a lot of difficulty with some of the gals I would date, and there, there haven't been that many. Uh, you know, they, they say, look, you know, it's, you're gonna have to make a decision, either me or your daughter or granddaughter. And I go, well, I'm sorry. Um, the dynamics are there. 
and it's just not a family thing. Sure. You know, and a lot of people, a lot of people don't get the TV thing. The TV thing is very uh, challenging for people. Sure. And again, Amy, and Amy knew nothing about Teen Mom. You know, uh, you know, uh, she told some of her family she thought she was being catfished. Ah, <laughs> Teen Mom, you know? uh, but. Um, you know, the, 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 the good thing is uh, Amy and her family took all of us for who we really are, not what is seen on TV. That's great. And uh, that's what made the big difference. So, uh, yeah, I, my plan was uh, I was going to date 10 women. I had enough. Uh, I was either going to find a gal or I was just going to go ahead and uh, I, I have no trouble meeting ladies even now. And I, I was just uh, going to play the field, I guess, until I turned 90 or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured if I was going to be able to find a really wonderful person that I could share my life and she could share her life, I'm going to have to do it pretty quick. And uh, I dated some gals. I mean, there were some gals. Uh, 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 before we even got out of the restaurant, I just put $100 bills. Hey, look, you enjoy your meal. It's already paid for. I can't deal with you. Oh, wow. I, do you think that a lot I of women were, were hanging on uh, did, like they knew who you were? Some of them were, but yeah. some of them were just, you Crazy know, people. you know, you know, I need somebody that's going to be there. You know, are you a type of guy that can you deal me, call me calling you every, every 30 minutes? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> you know, do I want to hear about how much sex your past boyfriend wanted of you? No, I don't want to hear that. Uh, that's those are red flags. I just want to get to know you, uh, not, not your challenges, <laughs> you know, sure. If you're willing to put their. If they're willing to put their challenges or challenges that other people have with them out on the first date, I'm out of here. Right. So, uh, you know, the thing with Amy, uh, we talked and text and uh, FaceTime probably uh, almost two months before we had a date. Oh, wow. And uh, we got to know each other. Uh, you know, I mean, when you're older, you, you know, a lot of people say, I have no baggage. <laughs> we all have baggage. And, uh, you know, I, uh, she's a very busy woman. She has a lot of friends, a lot of people that love her. And uh, so our first date, which is basically, uh, uh, you know, it'll be coming up here pretty soon. Um, I took her to one of the best crawfish places in town, uh, Cypress Grill. And um, it, was, it was a phenomenal date. It was busy because it's you know, crawfish season. I had the roses on the table. She walked in the door. I had the table already right there for her. And uh, we got there at six. Well, she got there at six. Um, and, uh, we closed that restaurant at 1130. So wow. Yeah, a phenomenal day. So, uh, and then, so you uh, knew it, we just kept on. Yeah, I knew it. As soon as you and, met her. Uh, yeah. I mean, we both said, Hey, we just want companionship. We're not looking for nothing crazy, but you know, I would see her, you know, if I wasn't doing anything or filming or whatever, uh, I would be at her house waiting for her or, you know, Hey, I'm going to be picking up food. We can grill. And right. I mean, it was a phenomenal, uh, romance. <laughs> right. So now, now that we're on the subject of Amy, we have a really important question. Yeah. The poem, Michael, the poem, what's going on? The poem, the poem. Okay. Okay. The, <laughs> the poem has a lot of history. Okay. okay. Uh, first of all, y'all only heard uh, half of it. They edited. Oh, I want the whole poem, Michael. I want the and, whole uh, poem. You want the whole poem? I want the oh, whole boy. poem. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna have to move the phone if we do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble uh, remembering my lines. Well, let, let's talk about the poem. Sure. Um, first of all, in our early um, um, courtship. 
about every week I would give her roses are red, violets are blue, Amy, how I love you type of poem. You know, roses are red, violets are blue. Oh, Amy, I can't wait to see you tonight. You are so true. We're going to be growing and I'm going to have you. All kind of poems. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I did that for like a year and a half. And then, you know, kind of died down. You know, skies kind of died down a little bit. So when... Uh, Ferris is, you know, well, what are you going to do? He's just going to ask her. I go, well, no, it's going to be a phenomenal poem. And uh, she did not know, Ferris did not know what it was going to be until that day. And they showed that when we were out there on the road. Right. Checking mm-hmm. it, you're not going to mess it up. Yeah, she says, roses are red, violets are blue. What's that about? And I go, don't worry. So they didn't show it, but I, was, I rehearsed the whole thing. And the whole film crew was on there. And all the force were there. We had people crying. Yeah. Was you were crying. Up, you know, film. Oh, yeah. Well, no, but it makes so much more sense now, knowing the backstory. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's see. We'll keep going here. What I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to figure out where I've got that poem. Send us the poem. But you can email us say, the poem. <laughs> well, well that's, that's kind of a copyrighted thing right now for the book. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys a little bit more that. uh Nobody really heard. So, so you know, we went to the island of Capri early that morning, mm-hmm. and, and they didn't show up, but we went uh, up a, a wonderful uh, ski lift. There's no, no skiing up there in the Capri, but you go up to the top, and you can see all the Mediterranean. And now that was like Thursday. We got there that weekend, and, you know, Ferris wanted me not to, you know, she says, don't tell Amy. I got to, how am I going to not tell Amy? We're getting on a plane for 15 hours. Right. And, then there, and there were particular diamonds that I wanted to use and have her help me with the setting. So she knew something. Was oh, we happening. love the ring, by the way. Yes. We love, love the ring. The ring. The, 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 Beautiful. It's a, it's a very special ring, very special big stone on there and stuff. And uh, so Amy's going, Thursday, my husband, you know, do we have a dinner coming up? Or, you know, we got to, you know, we got to, you know, we've been doing so much. What's going on here? And I go, oh, don't worry about it. So we left. We we got. We took the boats to the Capri. We got back on the boats, and then we. They, uh, she thought we were going to go back to uh, uh, Toronto, but we didn't. We we went up the Maltese coast, and mm-hmm. uh, we had two big boats and two little boats. So we had all the film, you know, people filming us and everything. And we went to the Blue Grotto, and like they showed it was rough and everything. And Amy did not know what was going down. So when we got there. Uh, you know, we got on the boat. That's why, you know, they you know, when they showed it on TV, she was kind of shocked. You know, like, whoa, you know. Yeah. And she's, oh, my God. So we did the you know, uh, the poem. But what, what was so epic about it was our film producer, um, he, you know, he asked us, hey, Mike, you know, can you can you can you text me the poem? Because, you know, they, they they write everything we say all the time. And I go, sure. So I somehow I had it in notes. And when I texted to him. Half of it disappeared. So oh, I, no, no. I had to rewrite the, the first part of that poem in the 15 minutes on the boat. Amy's getting mad. She thought I was texting social media or something. <laughs> so so I had to rewrite it from memory. So it was in my head. But it's just one of those things. And it was very significant because that, that, that the famous grotto is kind of will have some blessing on a relationship. But, uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. And they uh, didn't show that much of that. Then, then the guy that was on the boat, he started thinking, Mamma Mia, they showed a little bit of that. But um, it was fun. And um, yeah, it, it is, to date, the most epic engagement proposal on MTV. Yes, today. we loved it. <laughs> so, Good luck to you both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank so- you. Something I'll tell you about the poem is when you said, I love Miami. 
Yes. I thought you said, I love Miami. And I was like, you know what, Michael? I love Miami too. <laughs> but I didn't understand why you were talking about Miami in the poem. No, 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 no. They had to explain it to me. Noel explained it to me. I did. Well, I thought I thought I said I thought I said Amy, but again, you know, uh, with all the cameras and we were worried about the lighting. You know, I you I were nervous a bit with my hearing. You know, so sure. uh, I have difficulty hearing, and uh, but we we did get it out. And uh, uh, God, you may have to wait for the book for the whole poem. <laughs> okay, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the poem, and I'm excited about a close up of the ring because the ring looked beautiful. Yes, Noelle's engaged right now too. Yesterday, when we spoke to you, we were going wedding dress shopping, and we yes. bought her dress yesterday. Yes, we did. Oh my! Show God. Michael your ring. Uh, I don't know if he'll be able to see, it. see it. There it oh, is. Oh man, I love it. Isn't it beautiful? Thank you, Morganite. Thank you. Okay. So I will keep you in my prayers. I will pray for strength for you and your partner. Um, you know, um, I'm going to give you a lecture. You ready for a short one? We're excited. I'm guys, ready. I mean, you guys have seen, uh, uh, you know, uh, take people on in different interviews, Dr. Drew, but I'm going to share three important words for you. In any, any, any relationship, you will need to practice and give and receive unconditional love you're going to have to give and receive forgiveness and the most important you're going to have to share the most important word and that is hope because like people say well michael how do you do it your daughter's beating the heck out of you and i go look when i can't forgive her anymore unconditional love kicks in when unconditional love is like empty and then we can talk about this other thing here when it talks about you know unconditional love is it's not there hope comes in so between those three, it's very important to keep using those. And if you really want to get crazy, uh, get on Twitter, get, uh, look up Dr. Ish from Marriage Bootcamp. Okay. Uh, he, talk, he talks about the seven rules of engagement. And the most important one, and that's what Farrah and I learned, and that's what, why our relationship got so much better. Staying in the game, girl. Tell your lovey. You got to stay in the game. Okay? And... And, and everybody's on the same team, okay? Yes, yes. There's more of those, okay? But uh, you got you get you have you have to practice those, and you ha and and uh, you know when when the wild sex and the crazy kissing and all that nutty crazy wonderful stuff that drives us to each other, you know that stuff fades away a little bit. Then you're gonna have to throw your sleeves up because guess what? Then that reward comes back, okay? And uh, I wish you the best. I'd be praying for you. Oh, we'll, pr uh, we'll pray for you guys too. Oh, you Thank you so me much. Cry. Thank you. And and, and and just like my buddy Andre, I'm uh, within 30 days of being a, an ordained uh, minister. Oh, that's uh, so, so cool. Let, let me know, <laughs> Michael. So I'm going to be marrying Noel. I'm getting ordained myself. Oh, you are a rock rock. Yeah, okay. and uh, Noel's getting married in Kentucky, and you're welcome to come. Please come. She's getting married September 22nd in Kentucky. Let me know. Let, let me know about the invitations and stuff. That, 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 that could be crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> we would have so much fun. She's getting married in a barn. I am. Well, you know, uh, I, I knew you and I got along really good. <laughs> what you guys, how are you guys getting married? Uh, they want a big thing, blah, blah, blah. Now, we're going to be on a little llama ranch in Buda, Texas. Which is oh, that's so here. cool. That's cool. And, and, and it's going to be very intimate. And, 
Yeah, well, probably uh, on that ranch, they've got a, what we call a telephone pole lookout. So there's like 16 telephone poles, and there's a big platform on top that we go up there and kind of check out the fireworks. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. that'll be great. Is your wedding coming yeah, up soon? Uh, we have no date yet. Okay. Okay. But yeah, we, it, it took us so long to find each other and, and, you know, all these other marriages and everything. We're just kind of facing ourselves. You're I mean, not we, in a rush. We had a really... I mean, 2017 was a very, uh, we were a very busy year for all of us. And, uh, uh, you, you know, right now, um, Amy and I are trying to get our life back together here a little bit because we've had the girls with us. And, you know, I mean, they, they've got two new homes, one in L.A. and then one in, in, in Austin. Um, they're not with us anymore after eight months of the being our little house. So uh, uh, Amy and I are trying to get our uh, our house back together, although we got the animals. It's all right. Yes. But we're just trying to get trying to get our life back together here a little bit. And uh, no, we had just had no rush. Uh, you know, I told her that uh, I'd love to take her up to Banff, Canada. If you're familiar with Banff. No. no. Uh, uh, um, Banff makes, uh, and I love Yellowstone, makes Yellowstone look like a city park. Ooh, cool. Uh, they... There's still glaciers there, and uh, it's, it's, it's in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, and she said, no, I don't want to go there. And I go, okay. I go, where do you want to go? And so we, we've got a little bit of travel to do first before we get married to see some folks. Uh, she's been seeing a lot of uh, longtime friends. I've been seeing a lot of, uh, you know, we're, we're introducing each other to all of our friends first. That's really nice. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so once we get that taken care of, uh, it'll be uh, we'll probably get it done. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So now, Michael, do you have custody of all of the animals? Uh, well, right right now, this is a real custody uh, battle. Uh, well, no, 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 there's no custody battle. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the dog, the, the dogs have worked out pretty good. Uh, we have okay. Um, so Posh, there was Posh and Boo. Uh, they are our Pomeranians, Princess, Mummy and Daddy. And then Prince had a sister, Princess. She's in Vegas. So what happened, to get back to it, we have Lily, which is a, Lily's like 15 people years old. She's ready to go to uh, Chihuahua Heaven at any Aww. time. And we have, and we have, and we have Prince. And then Prince is, is with a good friend of theirs and all of ours in Las Vegas. And then Posh, the mummy of those two, is with a very nice couple in Las Vegas. Uh, Blue, which was the first Pomeranian, the little one that always travels mm-hmm, and does mm-hmm. the, the, uh, does the uh, fashion shows. Blue and Boo are with the girls. And then Sassy, the little... Um, uh, Dawson. Yes. She is, yeah, she is with Ruby, uh, uh, uh the, 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 uh, Basset Hound. And, and, and those two are over with, uh, Megan, which is, uh, Amy's, uh, dog. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Okay. So the dogs are, because every, we got a lot of garbage. Oh, all those dogs are not taken care of. Those dogs are taken care of quite well. And they're, and they're, and they're carrier trained and blah, blah, blah. But the horse, you know, I've got a nice place for Starburst. And until Farrah gets everything squared away, um, we're going to keep it. Now, the bunny, that was a wild card. <laughs> so the bunny has a nice place in the backyard. And the chickens, uh, that, uh, I mean, first I got the first two for Father's Day last year. And then Sophia and Pharaoh got me like two months later three little baby chicks, so I had to integrate them in all those <laughs> But they're but they're all lovey dovey, and they they've got a wonderful chicken coop in my backyard. 
And uh, yeah, we're getting we, we get four to five eggs a day now. Oh wow! And, uh, so uh, yeah, I've got co- most most custody, but uh, with Starburst, she's going to be two years old uh, on Easter, and so I've been working with her a lot. Uh, I've overfed her. The vet says she's very healthy, <laughs> but uh, we're trying to lean her down. A little bit. But uh, so I take her for walks in the neighborhood, just like a <laughs> so. You walk the horse. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, so Sione does her business in the yard. <laughs> right, right. I told you about that. Uh, you know, but... Uh, she gets her exercise. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's good for Sophia. I mean, the chickens were a, a wonderful project for Sophia to learn responsibility. It was bunny. Uh, Starburst, I mean, you know, uh, when, you know, Sophia takes care of her a lot. I mean, uh, every day... At least for my part, she gets a hairbrush, she gets a massage from me, and she goes around the block. Wow, oh, that's, so that's great. Right now, um, I don't think we're going to be a, you know, Sophia says, I want a rider. I go, you're getting a little big, Sophia. <laughs> horse, so I don't think it <laughs> but, uh, but that's really good. Uh, but no, we're just having a good time. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? Let's see. What, I mean, we're trying to figure out what MTV is doing. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, everybody's trying to figure out what that is. Um, but most people have heard me say there's never been an official statement from Viacom or in MTV yet. Uh, so, you know, Fair has made uh, announcements. Uh, unfortunately, Morgan Freeman uh, put his foot down his mouth when they aired the thing about the pornography thing. Right. Uh, and then and then two weeks later, now there's the worst one to work with. So uh, we'll have to see where they're at. But uh, all I know is that, um, you know, we are moving on one way or the other. Uh, you know, if uh, teen mom don't think they want us, good for them. Sure. So I mean, life goes on, right? Yeah. I mean, we've been involved for 10 years. Uh, I have been involved with many businesses and many projects in my life. It's always good to get off the train before it uh, crashes. Yes. And and all trains do crash. Absolutely. TV land. Um, It's unfortunate that uh, Morgan has taken this tack. Um, uh, Bottom line is uh, we probably had one of the best seasons they've ever got from us. And the real Farrah is out there. It's just like when they did the uh, Catching Up with Simon special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, we yeah. sure did. Probably, that was probably one of the best ever Catching Up shows they've ever done. Um, yeah, Simon and Farrah picked a little bit, but I, a couple. Who doesn't? But Yeah. But uh, it showed Simon for what he re- I mean, Simon's a phenomenal gentleman, okay? He's quite a business person. He's not just a house flipper like every, you know, every, oh, he's just a house flipper. He's a broker. He's a broker in multiple cities, cities and states. Uh, he's got a lot going on. And, and his furniture staging business is phenomenal. Um, uh, they also showed his culture, which was, and, and I think it shocked a lot of people because there was phenomenally respectful to everybody that was on that show. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, everybody thinks Farrah's just, you know, I'm going to rip your ass up type of person. She is not. You show her respect and she shows respect. Well, back. I think that maybe she's edited yeah. as the villain a little bit as well. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, that, they have filmed us for 10 years. I'd love to get my hands up on all that film because we, we've had so many crazy, wonderful, phenomenal, happy times. I wish they would show that. I really do. You know, and they may. You know, I mean, this week was kind of a shock uh, that Teen Mum to our special 
And then that was horrible. Was and I can't because I'm a non disclosure, but I will say a lot of people will be very surprised at what's going to be aired next Monday. Ooh, um, uh, I can't go too far because of the non disclosure. Sure. But, uh, you know, uh, let's see what goes on. But the one thing, and I'll put it out, and yeah, I'm very biased. Sarah has been on more reality TV shows than any of the Teen Mom women, all of them combined. Mm hmm. Uh, she's always the uh, trendsaker. Uh, it wasn't Amber that was on uh, the WeTV's of Marriage Bootcamp reality shows. We were the first ones mm-hmm. that we did. That's we filmed right. ours a year ago this last October. They showed it last spring. And you, were, If you get a chance, you ought to watch it. Yeah, we're absolutely going phenomenal. to. I mean, all the episodes is quite amazing to see the dynamics, just not from us, but for the other families. Right. Uh, Micah's situ- situation and his brother's um, you know, Chad Johnson, I, I love Chad, uh, you know, Hurricane Paula, well, we'll let, let that go, uh, and Kendra Wilkerson and his, her mom, you know, phenomenal story. Right. And that was the first time that the family edition came out. Uh, Tara is, I mean, Tara just celebrity big brother. She's done so many different shows. Well, she's you a know, great businesswoman. Yes, she is. And, uh, you know, all the other ones, well, we have businesses. Well, they have web businesses. Right. Yeah. They don't have real businesses, when, when, Michael. We know this. I don't yeah, even think Amber I mean, has I mean, a business I mean, anymore. Uh, yeah, that could have probably disappeared. Yeah. But again, Sarah has, you know, her brick and mortar businesses. And each and every one of those stores has uh, up a phenomenal web business also. Right. You know, uh, she has three other businesses. You know, some people may not like them. I mean, she has she has a uh, uh, basically a uh, property management uh, home business. She's had that for four years and done quite well, way before anything was ever showed on. Right. TV. Yes, she has. Uh, she just launched her new lingerie line mm-hmm. that she's working, and, and it's at a it's at a phenomenal new boutique right there in Hollywood Boulevard. Um, yeah. People want to give her garbage about her sex toys, her sex books, or whatever, her trilogies. Hey, look, um, you know, I text her when she she texts me. She says, Dad, I'm going to give you a heads up. You know, this company, they want me to do these sex toys. I go, man, your stuff's already out there. Do it. Take it for as far as... Uh, and it's not against the law. So right. And she's an adult. Well, she's an adult. But Michael, how do you feel about the whole... Um, you know, I mean, we support it, to be honest with you. We, we always say... The porn is the least of the problems at this point. Yes. Yeah. We always I mean, say let's it. Let's put it this I mean, uh, I have debated with professors from Baylor, which is a very Baptist uh, university. I, I, I've, I've uh, discussed and debated with a lot of priests and a lot of ministers. And I go, the bottom line is this. Um, none of us, and I don't know where you all come from or where faith or whatever, um, if you have any faith in Christianity or Muslim or whatever, um, you know, there's guidelines there about morals, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, none of us, at least in my faith, there was only one person on earth, and that was Jesus Christ when he was here, that was sin-free. We're all, if you study the Bible, even not as a religion or faith, you, you study the Bible as a story, it, t- it talks about in Genesis about Adam and Eve, and it talks about, you know, when the sin, first sin happened, and, and you know, we are a pride None of us are without sin. Sure. So, um, so if anything, they can get 
Sarah about uh, sin. Uh, I think it falls under being, you know, you have too much pride, uh, modesty, and they talk about that in the Bible. But, you know, a lot of people say, well, look, you know, know, look what pornography does to women and men. I go, yeah, we've studied it. I've talked about it with Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew corrected Tyler when Tyler was on stage. Well, you know, Sarah does pornography. And Dr. Drew said, did you know that 68% of all single parents, just not women, are in there because they have no other way to make a living? Sure. And and the thing is, um, the so-called pornography, yeah whatever the act is or whatever. But let's face it, every one of these women that are on this show, sex is what got them on the show, and they made the mistake. Agreed. That's the the truth. And you know what? These girls on the show have done much worse than make a sex tape. You know, that's the least of anything. Do you have have a personal problem with it, though? No, I... No, I'm like most guys. I I mean... Sure. I I look at porn. I don't look at my daughter's porn. Right, obviously. I mean, there was rumors that I I worked for Dill, and her attorney and Sarah worked at Dill. Yeah, I went and met Steve Hirsch, the CEO of Viacom. Uh, right. Face. And uh, I won't get too much into it. Uh, I wasn't happy, but I was there for my daughter. And, right. You're uh, her father. I understand. Yeah, and I, you know, and I talked to Steve about his 11-year-old child that he had a picture behind him at his desk. You know? But again, Steve is not one to play with, okay? Uh it's quite an empire, and uh, he's tied in with some crazy ass people. So uh, I was there for my daughter. You know, you know the uh, uh, the company that did her sex toys. Hey, it, it was another first. It was a living plastic. And hey, if you could, whatever. Uh, I mean, that's like Deborah. Oh, I never use sex toys. Whatever. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wait till the book comes. Out. <laughs> oh, we can't wait. Why tell don't us, you but, tell us about yeah, your tell book? Tell us more about your book, Michael. Well, the the book, I've been writing this thing since we started. Right. Um, uh, Is it basically like a tell-all? What's that? Is it a tell-all? Is it uh, uh, just an autobiography? Uh, No, it's it's basically, well, well, it started out, the title was supposed to be Being Papa, you know, Father of Fair Abraham and Granddaughter of Sophia Abraham and the path. Mm -hmm. uh, But I I took it away because there's so much more that's going to be in there um you know um you should call it being deborah's ex-husband yeah something like that (laughs) but uh there there, there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a lot of information there um uh, i've I've got a section there the good the bad and the ugly okay you know the good people the ugly people uh, and the bad people you know the haters or whatever i'm basically going to try to to do my best attempt of having the readers and the viewers in my shoes. Okay. Uh, there's going to be facts about Heather Walsh. There's going to be facts in there about Deborah Danielson. Uh, there's going to be happy times uh, talked about. Um, there's going to be a true timeline that's right. never been talked about sure. about our lives. Uh, basically, um, It'll probably start about uh, a year or two before Sophia showed up because a lot of that information uh, impacted Sarah and caused Sarah to do some of the things she did. Um, In the marriage boot camp, I admitted to my abandonment of my daughter. I was there physically, but emotionally, uh, I wasn't there too much because I had to get, I, I I had, I had to escape just, just, 
escape for Deborah. Deborah makes a big thing, and then the twenty-two time song. Oh, he was gone. Right. You know, hey, my my job required me to be gone, just like Deborah's job required her to travel the world to do her job. But again, you know, the rap guy had to take advantage of it. So did De- Deborah. Um, right. Uh, you know, and, you know, and the other thing is, I'm probably going to put the complete divorce document in that thing because wow. I walked away from a four. I mean. I walked away from a $4.4 million estate. There's two homes. Mm-hmm. And again, Deborah Deb, Deb will say, well, I had a, um, a uh, what do you call those, a, a preamp. That's good. The preamp was good, but guess what? You know who represented me? Her attorney represented me. And I've got a, legal, a letter from him that when he gave us that preamp said that this is probably not going to stand up in court because I did not have representation. Right. Uh, the reason the reason why I walked because at the time, Baron Sophia lived there. It was right after around 16 and pregnant. Mm-hmm. There was no money, big money there um, at the time. Farrah was going to school. You know, she dropped out of high school because of the peer pressure. She was working two and three, maybe four food industry jobs. Plus, she was taking her GED, and she was also working on her, fir- her, her first associate's degree. And guess what? She dropped out in November. That June, with her high school class, she graduated with them with her GED and with an associate's degree in, in culinary management. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, she's highly driven. So we're going to get into all the, the real stuff. The MTV stuff, depending on how this stuff plays out in a couple months, they're going to get a whole full two double double barrels. I can't because, wait. Um, there's going to be uh, facts out there about my interaction the last couple seasons on, on the reunion shows um i mean it's not it's, it's nothing new that sarah wanted to quit the last couple time, uh, seasons and she was ready to right um unfortunately they also know that sarah's the biggest draw there sure okay she's got more followers than anybody on social media she trends more and everybody can say well that's MP, uh, mtv's pr organization well, guess what? Uh, she's doing it now, <laughs> and they're not—they're not—they're not giving her any PR. Well, I—I uh, I think that Farrah is uh, the we'll only one that's going to stay relevant. We hope so. We probably hope so for so. your sake. Yep. Yeah, probably so. And I mean, I, I don't wish any of the girls. Any no. I, I want them to be. I want them to prosper. Prosper. I mean, uh, the last time we were around, a lot of the folks is when they we were filming That's a Wrap 2017. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, a lot of people were giving us garbage because, you know, we required our own space. Okay? Uh, Why was we, that? We have, uh, real simple. We, we uh, talked about it on the podcast, and we said you guys were in a fishbowl. Yeah, well, it wasn't really a fishbowl. It, it was roped off. But the bottom line is the reunion shows, I mean, we get reports from, uh, from our own security, let alone their uh, uh, Viacom security, um, that, I mean, Amber, we knew that Amber was off her meds, okay? The reason why Amber attacked my daughter, this wasn't the pedophile bullshit, was because she was off her freaking meds mm-hmm. when she was with Matt then. Everybody saw it. She's freaking crazy. Yep, she's you know? crazy. And, and I'm not trying to be... I'm not trying to be cruel, but when she's on her meds, like so many millions of people that manage themselves correctly. We're having a little technical difficulty. 
There you go. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, it's okay. You You're back. I'm, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Michael. Okay. And, and you know, we talked with Matt, and then we were all getting along. Right. Uh, you know, Deborah and I were trying to coach her, you know, you know take advantage and get into some businesses. And, and, and it was reported. But for that particular thing, uh, there were too many uh, reports of problems. And let's face it. Um, I, I, I mean, uh, you know, some of the, I mean, Janelle and Farrah gets along, you know, re- relatively well. They both comment on each other. Uh, Kaylin has been really crazy lately, so we don't <laughs> know where she's really coming from. Um, and, and let's, let's face it, uh, Amber and, uh, Kaylin, um, you know, Javi's ex, uh, and a few other ones, they're still managed by a particular manager that managed Farrah that got her in that freaking porn business in the, the start. Right. Okay. So, um, you know, David came by and, you know, and, and David didn't, you know, Farrah just didn't want to deal with David. Uh, and that's her prerogative. We have a history of being attacked on the set. I have a permanent workman's comp disability that came from when Matt attacked me. Wow. And it's no BS. I've tried to fight it. State of Texas won't have it. They go, yeah, you're going to have it. And wow. My Matt was nuts, huh? He, Matt was a... He, he, he was a con artist. He was a snake. Yeah. His his bread and butter was slowly sinking away at that time. Mm-hmm. And see, they, they were upset because uh, initially, you know, the relationship went down because, you know, they had Farrah call her call Amber and say, look, you know, and, and it was, uh, it was sincere. Hey, you know, c- look over your back. We're getting all these things. And yeah, that's good drama for the show. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's the producers putting that stuff together. Um, Amber was pissed off because, you know, Heather filmed both Amber and Farrah for years. And, um, you know, it, there was a decision and it wasn't Heather. They have Heather, uh, go with Farrah. And then they had the other film producers work with her. So Amber was pissed about that. And, uh, you know, it just got ugly. And uh, unfortunately, when that happened, it got, you know, uh, we knew that was going to, I mean, Ferry didn't want to go out that day. I mean, that was the day after we got out, off the set from there, filming third boot camp for two weeks. You know, uh, I was at a heightened state because I was all about, and that's why I told you, you need to go watch that show and it's out there. Yeah, we can't um, wait. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I was, I mean, let's put it this, this way. Uh, Mike's brother, uh, uh, Mark, mm-hmm. okay, he's a big boy like Mike. Our first day, there was a lot of exchange verbally, and I, and, I, and he says, well, you, Farrah, you've had all the men in you, and I went after him physically, okay? Oh, my God. Uh, there's, there's... Uh, We're losing you a little bit, Michael. Okay, I'm There we so, go, I'm there you are. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know, so that was a... So with all that history, we're very cautious. I mean, we're cautious when we're not around MTV. Um, I think everybody has equal haters. And there's a lot of women who just hate Vera because I think, oh, when you, you know, you, you, you know, I looked up to you. No, no, you're terrible. And then don't look up at top yeah. there. Nobody said that she, she was a super duper role model. If anything, she's a phenomenal role model as a businesswoman. Right yes, now. agreed. agreed. We've always she's said also, that about her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's also a, a role model for uh, basically w- women's rights. I mean, she was sex shamed on TV. I, I'd love them to show all that. You know, I mean, uh, let's face it. It's employment. If somebody comes to you and you're workplace, hey, we, we can't work with you because you do porn. 
Michael, uh, we'd both do porn in a minute. <laughs> Just no one's yeah. approached us yet. So if anyone's listening, <laughs> we'll both do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I have yet to see anybody say that they've broken Farrah's monetary record. She's made more money than Paris Hilton and uh, anybody else. Right. You know? So, um, and, and it was basically verified by Steve Hirsch because he was bragging on the monthly checks after the big check show. I wa- Listen, I watched it, Michael. Yeah, I loved well, it. You know, I watched it. Did you watch you know, it, Noel? I mean, what? Like, the porn. Yeah. Oh, of course I did. And I loved it. I, <laughs> I watched mean, it more than people, once. I've had people send me clips and pictures and I deleted it. Oh, them. man. Yeah. There's, well, that's I mean, a little That's rough. one I, line I, you don't want to cross. I mean, even though I'm a Christian in the Bible, talks about how healthy sex should be, you know? <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I mean, that's it's a gift, where, where, however you want to look at it. And, um, mm. you know, it, it is what it is, you know? And, uh, but we, we hope all the other girls do well, you know, Macy uh, and them. I mean, you guys haven't asked me about the so-called marriage, uh, or not marriage, but the children promotion that MTV has. You know, uh, you know, supposedly Simon brought it up and everything. What's that? Uh, we, we're not aware of this. Uh, the so-called uh, $20,000 bonuses. You have a kid? Oh, oh we did <laughs> see that. Yeah, we did see that. I mean, let me ask you this. And, I don't and, think $20,000 is enough. No. That is not even I. a kind not even close. <laughs> but that it's really weird about you know first of all most women in their 20s they're millenniums uh they, they don't especially if you had a baby when you were 16 um you know and like with Macy I respect her and Taylor you know they lost a baby it's a miscarriage I'm very sorry for that but uh, all these other women, a sock amber. You go, you, you meet, oh, maybe she's being like Deborah. Oh, I meet somebody in three months, I'm going to get married, and now I'm going to have a baby. Right, yeah. No, that, that's wrong. You're supposed to know. The other thing is, she got off her meds. Yeah. Getting back to why. Oh, we were let me tell you, that yeah. this is the most uh, upsetting storyline I think that we've seen is that Amber's having yeah. a baby. Absolutely. And it's very sad because uh, uh, on Wii TV, her, you know, when that that particular season is going to come out. Our season, nobody knew about. Right, her right. Season, there's her season. Everybody knows everything about. And if I was we, I'd be really pissed. Listen, we're going to promote your marriage boot camp. We're going to watch it. We're going to do a show on it. We'll do, we'll do a recap. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then give me a holler because. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's eight episodes. It's a little crazy. Yeah, we're going to watch it. We're going to do a, a recap. We'll do an hour uh, and mean, a half there, recap on it. I mean, there there was a lot of stuff that came out. Uh, Farrah even put it out there that um, and th- that she found out about me. She did not know that I was abused when I was young. Uh, she uh, knew that I worked for a government entity besides my military service, but it came out because a lot of people, uh, you know, they made a big thing about me. You know, they said, well, you, you fell the lie detector test. I go, no, I basically defeated these lie detector tests six times. That's what they said on Maury, Michael. I don't know. I don't believe that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, I did defeat it. <laughs> and um, uh, I worked for a particular government agency. And did I you used to be a sexy decoy? What's that? Were you a sexy decoy? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't a sexy teacher. Um, I, I was, uh, even though it was pretty well declassified, I I, uh, I was a civilian contractor, and uh, I worked 
by going uh, into very hazardous areas and uh, working on communications systems. I, at the time, I worked for AT&T at the same time. Oh, wow. And uh, I was basically um, mortared with all my friends. I lost a couple of my friends. I lost my hearing. Oh, man, so, I'm so sorry. Um, wow. So that came out, and uh, you know, they said, well, Mike, you know, if anybody knows how lie detector tests, and I go, look, the bottom line is I'm not going to take a lie detector test. That's not, we're here to help the relationship between my daughter and myself, and hopefully between my daughter and her mom. Right. Uh, this is not a boo-hoo Deborah storyline, and that's all that this uh, lie detector test, because the thing was, have you cheated more than one time on Deborah? And I don't have to respond to that. I've been The answer is yes. <laughs> The answer is yes. The it's okay, Michael. Yes, the answer is yes. It's fine. No it's one It's fine. You don't have to respond <laughs> I mean, to anything. I mean, no one cares. I look at me. Do I look like a guy like that? I'm not, I'm not six foot. Listen, you're a playboy, Michael. Stop playing yourself down. You're a good looking guy. You're a silver fox. Cut it out. Amy better be careful because we're coming uh, for you. No. Uh, better watch what you ask for, girl. <laughs> But uh, no, no, I'm I'm dedicated to Amy. If there's any woman in my life, I will make this relation work to the day that I die. We believe you. Good for you. And and I mean we, uh, I mean it's just uh, we 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 accept each other as who we are and what what our loved one is. Uh, we keep the drama down. Uh, we can tell. I mean, this is crazy, man. I'm in. Lo- I mean, I love her. Um, yeah, uh, we've scarred Sarah and Megan, you know, our daughters pretty well. They, they, uh, they think, well, you, you know, you're, you're old. So what? <laughs> I mean, depending on who you are, you may have to plan a little ahead, but it's all good. <laughs> good. We're glad. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what other? Uh, what else would you guys like to know? Uh, we want to know more about your book. Are you going to be doing a book tour? Uh, if it if it happens properly, so I mean, first of all, you, we got to get it out. I mean, I think I told you. I mean, I, I wrote it twice and ripped it up twice. Uh, one for protecting my daughter, two to protect Deborah. But I'm not doing that anymore. And Farah knows where I'm at with it. Sure. And. Uh, the, uh, because of some of those issues I wrote about, it was probably immature of me the way I wrote about them. But okay. now the way I write them, it's uh, I'm taking I'm taking responsibility. Okay. Because that's because let's face it, our children are who uh, we are. Uh, sure. Our children, our children are what are they are modeled. And um, back then. I, I mean, let's face it, I was confused, TV land, world, life, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're all whacked out. You know, that, you know in, in, in marriage boot camp, the biggest thing, um, and I didn't think it would come up, but it, there was a big poster in our room. You're just like your mother. And that is the worst thing for me. To, that is the worst thing to come out of my mouth towards my daughter. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> even, even though there's a lot of truth to it. Sure. Okay? So that chapter had to be ripped up. Uh, but no, I'm hoping come fall, um, uh, I, I'm about to pick a publisher. Awesome. Uh, I mean, I'm still got a few publishers that are coming around. There's two that I'm talking to and they're very interested. Uh, there's a particular TV network and a particular producer. Uh, they're 
I put this all crazy. I mean, that could be anything, even a movie that could come out of this. Wow. I would love to see that. Because let's face it, Sarah had the first book out of all the Teen Moms. Right. It was the first movie. I read the book. It was Yeah. And it, uh, I mean, it's like she's put in there. I just wish my dad would have left when he left and then come back. And my mom would keep on getting him to come back. All those things after you have time. Yeah, but that was at the time, that's how she felt. And that was a long time ago. Right. Uh, she still feels that way, and so do I. <laughs> right. Can you tell us a fun fact about Farrah that people would be surprised to hear? Oh, God. <laughs> or do um, we know everything? <laughs> well, let's see. A couple. First of all, let's put it this way. Everybody knows that Farrah, if they work with Farrah, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's Eastern time, Central time, there's L.A. time, and there's Farrah time. Farrah's <laughs> always late, right? <laughs> you guys have heard about her being late? I haven't. Nope, uh, I didn't know. I, I, I mean, her co-stars complain that she's always running late, and they got to rechange her schedules around, a bunch of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but the bottom line is, Farrah is probably the most, she's probably the hardest working person I know. She loves getting up in the morning and working and getting on, getting it going. That's probably, you know, most people think she's, I mean, you never see her sit on a couch. Right. Agreed. On the couch, like other folks. Is that, is that an Amber dig? I think so. Might be. Yeah, Amber's got a good couch, couch though, Michael. Though. You ever see that couch? <laughs> That's a yeah. good couch. Listen, there's nothing yeah. more respectable than a great work ethic or a yeah, good couch. Her, yeah. Her work <laughs> ethic is phenomenal. Uh, she is a phenomenal mama. Even though everybody uh, in social media land, she's always traveling. She's always this. She's <laughs> always that. Well, let's let's get let's do look at it factual. Yes, yeah, she does travel. Yeah, maybe she went uh, for four weeks to do uh, single and AF, and maybe she went for four weeks to do Celebrity Big Brother uh, three four years ago. Um, Sophia always has family around her, me and Amy, even mm-hmm. her mom. Sure. But 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 in reality, Sophia sees her mom more than most normal people. Most normal people, uh, if they work, and most couples do work, sure. they get up, they feed the kids, slap the hog, blah, blah, blah. They're either dropping the child at school or dropping the child at child care. Then they work all day. Then they get up and they got traffic and they got this bullshit. And then by the time they settle in for dinner, it's about six o'clock. So I'll give them benefit of the doubt from probably six o'clock to nine. They may see their right. kids. No, I think so, I think that it's nice that uh, Farah has had the opportunities that she can give Sophia financially. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I haven't Sophia. seen much. See, we have a group. We have a secret group that will never let you in. We can't let you in the group. <laughs> we talk too much shit and we like you too much. Uh, but I haven't really seen much uh, criticizing Farah as far as the time away from her child. Not at all. You see, I, I get it daily on Twitter. Right. You know, there's there's always some woman in bumfuck Egypt or someplace that wants to put her friggin uh, lifestyle you know, and I and I and I asked him. You know, and I, I hope I, I'm not repeating myself. I go, look, we live in America. You know, right. she could raise her child. Well, I'm gonna call child protection services. I go, well, here, give them my number. Right. You know. Because, I mean, there's really nothing to report. The thing the thing that we do see a lot uh, criticized in our group about Farah's parenting is that she uh, tells Sophia too much. 
as far as adult things. And they, uh, a lot of people in our group think that Farah influences Sophia's decisions. And a lot of times when Sophia's speaking on the show, it sounds like she's repeating exactly what she heard an adult say. Well, I mean, I could understand that, you know, just on the surface visualizing sure. that. But, uh, but then outside myself, uh, Sophia is her, is Farah's family. Sure. Uh, I, I know that she blocks uh, a lot. I know that uh, Sophia uh, has asked her mom about a year and a half ago, you know, I, I don't like it when you do these personal appearances. So a lot of Farrah's personal appearances have been uh, decreased. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's face it, um, Sophia's whole life, it started on TV. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's a, she has a, she's an old soul. She's a very mature young gal. But uh, I will say this, and, and all people think I defend my daughter too much. If Farrah doesn't share those things with Sophia and, and buffers her in the way she can manage it, there will be somebody else out there that's going to stick it to Sophia, let it be the web or a TV producer or her grandma or somebody. Sure. So uh, what we have been shared with guidance by professionals, therapists. Uh, sometimes it's better to manage it than to get blindsided. If there would get blindsided all the time, because Sophia's on the web. Sure. We don't restrict her. Um, we do. We How old is Sophia line. now? She'll be nine years old. You don't think month. that she should be restricted on the web? Uh, on some things uh, she is. Uh, because we buffer her all her social media accounts so she doesn't have to read the garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, we, we, you know, she, I, I mean, I have not brought up, nor has she brought up anything about her mother's adult industry work. You don't think that she knows how to Google her mother? Uh, I know she knows how to Google her mother. Right. I know she Googles her mother all the time. Right. And do you think but, that she's seen what Farah has done? I'm pretty sure she probably has. Right. And, and uh, I know as a parent, I'm pretty sure Farrah and her has, have sat down and have talked through it. And, um, you, you know, uh, our family believes that the human body and or whatever is beautiful. I know that uh, Sophia has talked, asked me many questions about her body and whatever. And, you know, I mean, right now she's nine years old. Sure. People don't give her a shot no more. She has her privacy. And, you know, Amy's a girl, you know, and they go in and they have their day of beauty in, you know, one of our bedrooms and baths. And they, they fix their hair up and everything. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure she knows about boobies and God knows what else she may want to ask about. I'm still waiting to learn about boobs, Michael. I got to tell you, I'm 33 years old and I'm waiting to develop, so... If you have any tips for me, let me know. (laughs) Maybe Amy could call me. Well, the first thing about boobies, I got to watch how I say this. (laughs) It's not, it's not about, you know, it's like a person. It's not about what's on the outside. It's what about what's in the inside. And boobies are all about taking care of babies. And it's just like boobies for horses and boobies for cows. It's not what's on the outside. It's what's in the inside. I like that. I feel better now. (laughs) I feel much better. Um, Since we're talking about boobies, okay, do you, uh, so Farah's obviously had a few procedures done. 
Yeah. Uh, does it scare you? Do you worry about her well, medically, you know, health, you know, or health wise? Health wise, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, um, and, and Farah has been very uh, open educationally for other women about mm-hmm. yes. uh, breast augmentation. Does she go to Dr. Uh, Miami as well? Uh, I think she knows him. Okay, she but she, that's not her surgeon. Yeah, I don't think that's her surgeon. Okay. Um, the, uh, you know, like most women, you know, uh, we live in a society that sometimes they say your hair color or your hips or your breasts or whatever are supposed to be certain sizes. But, you know, mm-hmm. so Sarah's always been thin, but, you know, before she had Sophia, she had boobies. And then right. she had a baby, like most teenage teenagers they lose their boobies sure sure face it they're still developing as a human being so a lot of it had to do i think with her head or whatever you know her how she felt about herself you know uh when she had her first uh breast augmentation uh uh, and that was filmed deborah dropped her off i picked her up uh sophia and i cared for her yes i remember that Mm -hmm. i mean i mean uh i was uh uh a little criticized because I, uh, I've never bossed Sophia around, but you know, I was trying to manage a two year, a year and a half year old and Sophia and, and Farah. But then the second time she had it was because she had really bad scar tissue mm-hmm. marks and she was having some really bad conditional issues. And um, I was there for her then too. Sure. You know, uh, when she had her nose job, hey, I'm half Syrian Arabic. She had my dad's nose. And she wanted it gone. Uh, I wasn't happy about it. But again, she's an adult. Right. I was. I wasn't happy with her little chin thing that she had done. And uh, after we talked about it, she had that reversed. You know, um, a woman's going to do what they want to do. You know. Right. And um, do you think that she's gone too far? No. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Kim Kardashian doesn't get the, the wrath of shit that Sarah does. Oh, I think she does. Does she? Oh, I think maybe? absolutely. I think you're very I mistaken. Think everybody does. Well, maybe I'm just being biased. But, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. I just asked her and all women out there mm-hmm. to do it with a um, a uh, certified doctor. Yes, sure. Don't it's really them, scary. Don't. All this stuff is very yeah. scary. Uh, there was a time when she had some injections in her lips, mm-hmm. uh, we almost lost Farah. Um, she got some injections and it, it was all over the web. Thank she had God a bad reaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, my fiance had the very same thing happen to her. Right. Uh, uh, it just got so bad. The airwaves almost got interfered with, oh my but God. the biggest thing is, um, let's put it this way. There are men, a lot of men that have breast augmentation now it's a very mm-hmm. uh popular thing i still have my man boobs we love them michael we love them it's not what's Thank on you. the outside it's what's yeah, on no, the inside but i got abs underneath this <laughs> so do i michael I mean, I mean most people haven't seen it well i won't do that right now but i can roll my tummy Ooh, we're gonna yeah, do that I'm, maybe listen maybe next time yeah when we, we got the big camera <laughs> yeah no i up until probably in my mid thirties, I would do about two thousand sit ups a day. I did that forever. I, w- I, I was a runner. Um, I mean, I had a, you know, I, I, I had a uh, sub five minute mile way before we did metrics. I ran a half mile that was phenomenal. I was ranked in the top ten in, in the U.S. Oh wow! Uh, so that that's decades ago. But uh, the abs are there. 
But getting back to that thing about Pharaoh, you know, if women want to do that, let's face it, it's a, it's, it's a, perception is nine tenths of the game in this world. It's very sad, but true. And um, it's the way it is. Yes, so, Pharaoh was a very beautiful girl, though. Always. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. You know, yeah. And, like, you know, I, I just, I hope that she knows that. Do you think that she realizes that, you know, it's not necessary to do all these things? Do you think that she yeah. feels like it's necessary? Yeah. Well, you know, she lost uh, someone she loved a lot. Um, you know, she, when you're, when you get pregnant, Farrah never had a, a wrinkle on her body. She uh, used that, uh, I forget what, Moroccan oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, but, you know, when women go through pregnancy and the world is hateful, um, and let, let, let me put, I'm trying to be fair to some people about telling them they're all assholes, but you have to look at a lot of people and their management team and the things they, they guide their talent through. Um, it's like uh, Mama, whatever her name is, the poor woman. Those surgeries she went through. Oh, the honey poo poo June. Mom. Yeah, Mama June. There you go. Yeah, take a look and see who manages her. Oh, is you it? Know who I'm talking about? Yeah. It's the same person that manages Amber, the same one that manages right. Kaylin, and it's the same one that did manage Farah. And by the way, that was the last manager. We have, we're the only self managed family on that whole franchise. I don't know if you knew that. Well, that's how you got uh, on this podcast. So. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you're a great management team. Shy. We're not shy, are we? Nope. And um, and uh, fair, you know, so so it is what it is. Uh, we've been through scares. I, you know, right now I think fair just there's a little management here and there. Okay. Um, but but uh, like this season on Teen Mom is probably the first time you guys saw her without makeup around the house. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Amazing. She's let, letting her hair down a little bit. And um, she's very and, enjoyable this season. Yeah. Noelle's uh, Team Farrah. She's been Team Farrah. When no one else was Team Farrah, Noelle was Team Farrah. That's right. I even yeah. gave her shit for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I mean, it's like the big. Uh, well, here's another good question that I get asked a lot. Well, why do, why can't you guys just get along with the other? Valid question. Know, yeah, but isn't that with every family? <laughs> That's true. No, not really. There. I mean, first first of all, let it be Team Mom Two or Team Team Mom OG or Team Mom. These are separate women in different states. They're not destined to be good friends. Sure. Yeah, they're uh, I mean they're really not filming together. Right. Besides, right. you know, one or so, two times a year. You know, so it's good that they're buddies and everything. But, but you know, everything went to crap, you know, after the fourth season of Teen Mom, then it was, you know, that shook up. Uh then they brought Sarah back. You know, and I and I get it, you know, when when Macy was in her carport, says, Oh, I'm not filming with her right now. Anymore, I'm not filming no more. Yeah, well, that was I, stupid, though. That was, that was really stupid. Well, I respect her. Yeah, I don't really respect her. You know, uh, or her <laughs> choice for that. But, and I'm not beating up on Mason. Sure. But I, I, I am beating up, and I won't. I'll, I'll just tease a little bit of it. You know, they showed so much in that season of trying to get Macy and Thera in that room, in that office, to talk about. Her, the pr- pornography and everything. Yeah, Macy didn't want to talk about it. Fair didn't want, to, and then finally Fair blew up. I was I, I was watching Sophia. Sophia had an earache. Sophia was supposed to be there in New York, uh, 
Farah would talk to me, you know, every hour on the hour. These people are on Oleo, you know, you're, you need to be there. Dad, they're trying to make us fight. They're trying to make us fight. Of that's course they're trying. That's a, this is TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's just like this garbage that Morgan did. He sees, he saw it upon himself only because he's trying to get some longevity, more right. longevity. Of course. The challenge is an old story about the porn. So why do you have to come in my backyard and sex shame my daughter? Right. You know, um, it would be so much better. But, you know, we don't get along with the folks because, first of all, they, all of them have talked. Well, I, I won't say all of them, but the majority of them have talked behind Fair's back and my back. Why would he support her? You know, talking and saying names about that, even though they, you know, they're getting a piece of ass one way or the other. Sure. Hopefully. You know, it's just, they're doing the same damn thing. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I go back, you know, if you're working a normal job and yeah, so somebody found out you did pornography and you're in a workplace, uh, if somebody comes to you and say you're nasty, blah, 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 that's called sexual harassment. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it's like, so, why is it any different on here? I understand yeah, that. I see. We, we agree with that though. Like I said, we always said that, you know, the porn is not really the problem. Yep. You know, no. we, we've and, supported her know, in that. You know, the other issues, yeah, the other issues, you know, Ryan, I, I hope Ryan, you know, Ryan and I have had one of these type of relationships. You, you know, why don't they show him talking to a producer saying, you need to get your shit together for yeah. your son? Yeah, I agree. You know? He really you needs know? to get his shit together. That's scary. I, I, I mean, two seasons ago, it was unfortunate. Um, you know, and, and again, we're in Michigan where they're at. It's not legal. It's not Ann Arbor. Uh, you know, they alluded to Caitlin smoking marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to judge it. I have a lot of friends that do that. Who knows? Maybe I do that. But the bottom line is, um, if it's wrong for all these youth to see stories about my daughter, about working in the, in the uh, adult industry, they should do the same with all these other moral issues. Yes. Um, the baby daddy issue is the biggest one of all of them. Farrah is the only... Farrah is the only one who doesn't have another kid. That's true. Yeah. Right. She, she is managing her responsibility the way it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, you know, I've had some of the other father, well, yeah, we should have gotten married. We know you think it's more. I go, look, it, as long as you don't say crap about my daughter... Yeah. I don't say crap about you. Sure. Okay? Totally. Yeah. We yeah, appreciate yeah. how open and honest you've been with us. We really, well, and t- you know. <laughs> well, there's a whole new Michael that's here. Listen, Michael, <laughs> we're going to do this again. <laughs> For do sure. You, do you promise us that you'll come to our studio to do a podcast when you come to New York? Oh. Uh... I could. Yeah. Okay, good. Because we want so, you here. So, so, you, so you guys are in New York then? We're yes. in New York City, yeah. Yeah, and we have a studio here. So we I'm, definitely I want may, you in the studio. Um, I'm going to try to get a plug in here. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Listen, it's plug everything you want. Everything. Um, you know, um, if, you look, if you look me up on LinkedIn, okay, mm-hmm. you'll see what I do. Okay, I do a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, I, I go to New York a lot because I... I I'm a mentor, and I'm also an investor for startup companies. Oh, beautiful. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, it's like South by Southwest. The last two years, I have judged for accelerators, uh, you know, companies trying to get money or acceptance into the programs. Right. I have judged. You know, I've been a judge for those. Oh, nice. You know, I, have a com- I have a company in, uh, in New York, very close to my heart, uh, that I'm an investor and a mentor. It's called Lexity. 
L E X O D Y. Okay. Lexity.com. And uh, it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know if you guys study languages or anything, but it is the first ever, uh, and it's not a language exchange, but we basically match people up just like a dating site mm. for people that want to learn language. And it's real time. We promote practice. We're the only company in the world that promotes practice of language. Uh, we've been in New York. Uh, we launched last year at South by Southwest. So they won the fast pitch uh, competition. Oh, nice. Uh, they've, they've been in New York. They just launched last week in D.C. We're going to be in 50 cities. We're launching. Congratulations. In Very cool. So I, I go there and I visit them a lot. Okay. So you could come visit <laughs> uh, us come visit here in us. the studio. Yeah. So we could come over there and uh, do it because there's more stuff coming this year. Um, that would be fun. Uh, if I'm going to be out here maybe late spring, I'll give you guys a heads up. Awesome. Awesome. So we can come by. But uh, check out Lexity.com. Absolutely. Uh, we're growing. It's very low cost. Basically, uh, what? What, what, uh, when people join, it's very cheap. Uh, I mean, I'm talking way, like way cheap, cheap. And, uh, we match people up. You know, if you want to learn Spanish, let's say you, you, let's say you speak English and Portuguese and you want to learn Spanish and Chinese, we match those people up. They meet in a common place. We, we recommend coffee shops for that. Then you can earn Lexi dollars. And then we also do affiliate. Uh, work with uh, companies that have software and different learning. Um, that sounds really um, fun. Yeah. No, no, no. That was one of one of my better investments, and uh, uh, I, I'm involved in a lot of the business development, and uh, it's a fun thing. That's close to my heart. And then uh, I love food too, so you better watch out. Well, let me tell <laughs> oh. you, Noel has a catering business. I do. All right. So when you come, I will make you dinner here in the studio oh man we got we, we definitely got to get these uh contact yeah absolutely no, well, what's your your um uh your my catering, catering company is called belly, full but... belly catering yeah and yes. she does meal prep and full catering yes so, so i will feed you it's really really fun michael <laughs> okay. did you dig up any dirt on us no not really we got I, nothing uh, i i did i did look at a couple things like, nah, it won't be good. the only reason why i went at the vents he's a guy and noel on the on the other podcast right. you know uh she, she got, got crazy on amy but i gave her a heads up on it but no i um i just tried it you know if you if you follow me on on social media it's i'm all about the facts uh, you know when i'm beating on people i go look i understand you have an opinion but your opinion is not supported by facts sure i got the facts you know and, uh, well, now we uh, got the facts. Dirt. Yeah, no, you got the facts. <laughs> but, okay, so what kind of food do you, you, you cook? Uh, no, all kind of food? Uh, all you, kinds no, of food. Italian? Italian? I specialize in Italian, but I will make anything. Okay, good deal. Good and deal. I went to culinary well, school, Michael, so we are a team. We are a team. Well, my God, so, so when you guys were in Austin, besides South by Southwest, I hope you uh, we ate some. We ate some things. We went to the food trailers. I got to tell you, Taco Deli was amazing. Yes. Okay. Okay, now I've got those are really great. I mean, phenomenal ones. I could uh, introduce you some good. Now I live down here in the ghetto, so to speak. It's the ghetto that is now becoming the. It, it's the most. It's the zip, zip. It's the area code that everyone wants to move to now. But I've got a food trailer here, Mexican food trailer. Oh, I'm into oh, it. I love phenomenal. it. I mean, uh, Sophia loves her uh, her uh, quesadillas, chicken quesadillas for four bucks. I mean, these guys got. I mean. It, 
We're going to plan a trip and we're going to hold you to it because we want to go on a food trail. I want a chicken quesadilla. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I mean, if it's around, uh, let's see, uh, basically, uh, uh, New Orleans times is crazy. I'll take you to the farmer's markets. Our farmer's markets. Um, I've got a friend, uh, Sharon. Uh, I'm always plugging her uh, Christian's pralines, the best pralines in oh, the world. Oh, good. Mm. Yeah, listen, uh, plug away. That's what we're here for. There's, there's no, there's no grit. You know, like most pralines, they got the sugar. Yes. This is a particular secret that she uses. But uh, I met them at the, uh, the Lakeline uh, Farmers Market. They do catering. Um, they're from. Uh, they were displaced when Katrina came. To oh them. boy. So, oh. Uh, uh, white bean and shrimp, red beans. And, oh, good. We're uh, gonna have we're gonna have to we're gonna have to chat offline about this. This is gonna be really yeah. fun. Whatever yeah. You do, uh, just uh, get your neck size on your pants. Bring them because we're gonna. We're ready. We got leggings on <laughs> we're right ready. now. We love to eat. Michael, yeah, thank you make- so much. Do you have anything else that you thank wanted you. to plug? And where could we find you on social media? Uh, let's see. Social media. I'm on Twitter. Just put Michael Abraham. You'll pull me up. Uh, do you do Instagram? Facebook. No, I carries on my ass about that. Uh, <laughs> I should do Instagram. I, it's just too hard. Uh, LinkedIn is there. Just pull Mike Abraham. I'm the one that does Teen Mom. Right. Are you on Facebook? Not, You're on Facebook too. Uh, I'm big, big on Facebook. Okay. Big on Twitter. Um, I'm there. Okay, we'll add you uh, on those phone, things too. My, my phone number is on my Facebook. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, You're I, crazy. I, I, few, I am crazy. They can. They can. They can find me. You know, I don't care. <laughs> and um, All right. but, um, just, just if you just Google, Google me, you'll find me real easy. Uh, I try to respond to everybody. Um, uh, I, I, I've got a big, uh, the only thing, I, it's a little plug, but it's a good plug. Um, right now, my, my family, uh, Fair, basically Fair Sophia and Amy and I, uh, we have lost some very wonderful people uh, to cancer. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry. Uh, uh, Jenny Stahl. Jenny Stahl was the neighbor that was on four or five seasons ago. Mm-hmm. She was the one that Farah uh, and her were praying. Yes, yes, yes. I remember her. Yeah. Okay, we we lost uh, we lost her in October. Oh, I'm so sorry. To her. I mean, she was one of the longest standing uh, stage four cancer survivors, uh, and I basically have my little notice of her right Aww. here. So. Uh, um, she's in heaven now. She's wonderful. But, uh, uh, cancer-wise, we have been uh, this last month has been really crazy because uh, I had a trip and I took some furniture uh, and Sarah's uh, uh, car uh, via U-Haul, and I traveled uh, a couple of days. And uh, there's a particular uh, family, uh, Audrey. If you hear this, uh, oh, give me a minute. She's a little girl. She's eight years old. Um, but need to say we're helping a lot of families, not particularly with money, but we, you know, because that's not our thing to brag. But uh, Audrey's in Phoenix. Uh, her mama Edna is out there. Uh, I met with them uh, two weeks ago, and uh, so what we're doing now is just trying to bring more awareness to these families. And uh, uh, Basically, Audrey and her family, they had a terrible car accident last year, uh, early spring. They recovered, uh, and then Audrey was complaining about pain behind her eyes, and she had difficulty getting the insurance companies to get going, that they finally had uh, surgery, 
Uh, they did the MIRI and they found cancer behind her eye. She oh. had her first surgery and uh, her other. So, uh, Audrey, you're out there. We love you. But uh, our family is uh, reaching out to more children families that are going through cancer right now. Uh, not that, you know, I, I mean, trust me, we get a lot of people ask for money. That's really not what it's all about. What it's about is giving these children uh, some hope. And uh, that's what we're trying to do. Well, let us so know between, what we could do to help as well, Michael. Yeah, we could help please. to spread awareness. So, 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 so what, you know, so, you know, um, what we do, you know, we obviously send uh, COBAs, you know, from uh, Froco and we try to, you know, send them some little gifts and just give them time or read them stories when they're in the hospital, whatever. But if anybody out there, if you see this, um, even if you don't know anybody, your thoughts, if you have faith, your prayers would help. Um, that's what we're doing this year to try to help folks. Uh, that that's beautiful, Michael. Cancer. Thank you so much so, for doing that. Uh, well, sorry. It just kills me. Absolutely. So, Because uh, uh, we've been blessed uh, so much to have a strong family. And, and when people lose their loved ones at an early age, it's just so sad. Sure. Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 please. Thank it's you. a so wonderful you thing you're doing. Me. Absolutely, Michael. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I hope we could keep in touch. And oh, we will. Yeah, I just absolutely. followed you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told thank you to pay you. attention. <laughs> Michael, thank right. you so much. And we'll talk soon. Yeah, let me know about the links on this. And yeah, we totally appreciate definitely... you. Um, come definitely. to New York. So Noelle has her catering company, uh, Full Belly Catering. She's on Instagram. And you're also on Twitter and and uh, Facebook? Yes, I am on Instagram, Noe underscore Bear 810, and Noelle Winters on Facebook. And I'm a comedian here in New York City, and you could get some information Yay. on that at tracycarnazzo.com. Yeah, I absolutely. Come, come <laughs> out. Uh, and you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trixie Tuzini. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much, Michael. Bye, so Michael. Nice seeing you. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye-bye. for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye.